My name is Ray Ronan and I wrote a book with my kids. It changed everything. This is our journey, our story. What will your story be? Well, hello to you. It's Ray here. Whether it's morning, evening, afternoon, nighttime, it's afternoon here instead of evening. You may tell the difference in my voice. It's funny how recording this different times a day means different things and different sounds and and uh, pretty relevant pretty much for what I'm going to talk about now a little bit. And it does relate to writing a book with my kids and marriage, separation, single life, co-parenting and all that. And even just parenting and dealing with career changes and taking control. Well, just want to talk about um, getting out of your comfort zone and dealing with a parental um I suppose, change or a, a breakup of your marriage. And how did I deal with that? And what did I learn? And maybe, who knows, maybe it'll help you a little bit or maybe it won't. I don't know. We'll see. But the way I dealt with it was not to try and, you know, recreate what I had before the marriage breakup. Because obviously when it happened, I wanted to get back into my comfort zone. I wanted everything back. As a, friend, a good friend of mine, she said to me, she, she was going through the same thing at the time. She said, uh, I feel like somebody's stolen my happy ever after. And that's kind of how it feels for some people when a marriage breaks up. Now, there's a lot of fear involved with that. There's a lot of loss. And especially if there's kids involved, it can feel really, really bad. If, as if you might lose them or you've disappointed. You might, you know, you've let them down and... I think first place to start is with yourself and you need to fix that real quick. You need to look at where you are and what you want to do with your life. And the first thing you want to do is climb back into that comfort zone again. But it's not always the best act. It's not always the best option. and It's not always the best decision to make because you can't get your same situation back. You can't get your old life back. It's not, it's, it is different. But the key thing is you don't need to be labeled by it. So don't brand yourself with that label of, uh, you know, a single parent, co-parent is, I suppose it's something that you are doing, but that separated person or that divorcee, you know, those labels, they're, they're appalling. They're terrible. I hate them. Um, but they are the reality of where, we, what, you know, social media and where we are. But deep inside, you need to really think about getting out of your comfort zone. That's the best way. Take on something new and break out of where you are. You know, it may seem like something small, but and 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 how you may wonder how it can uh, relate to all this is that you know I was writing novels and I was writing those for some time since I was in school, pretty much um, writing anyway. 500 page things, you know, and I'm getting great reviews on Amazon with those four and five stars, which is great. And then I started considering marketing and I looked at marketing and it was really difficult at, at that time. This is a few years ago. And so I started drifting back towards my books. And every time I looked at marketing and trying to get into the marketing scene, learn how to market my books, I drift back into writing the books again because I was in my comfort zone. And that kind of went on for like 10 years. So, are the books selling? Not really. Those novels aren't because 
I didn't know how to market. And every time I tried, it was lifting me back out of my comfort zone. Now, after the separation, and then now I have my two-year-old and six-year-old and a whole different life to deal with. And Jake said, hey, let's write Silver Hot Rod. Let's get it published. Let's get copies of those books. If you have listened to my earlier podcast, you'll know that that did not happen straight away. You know, I was scared of that. I was like, oh, I don't want to let them down. I don't want to put out something there that was piecemeal and non-professional. So, and it was outside my comfort zone. And so it took me two years when we finally did get that book together and we had a copy in our hands. And it forced me to reevaluate what I do in my writing and how I approach my creative life. And it was one of the reasons I created Writer's Game, which is um, a company now that we have live events and e-learning around the world. And we bring writers together from film, games, books, comics, and virtual reality. We've got some incredible people who have worked on some of the biggest projects in the world in, the, in those different media. How do you write for each of these? What's the difference between writing story for all of them? How do you not just write for one? How do you write for every one of them? And how to make a living out of it too? And that happened because Jake asked me to write a kid's book. <laughs> really? It's, it's the, yeah. The butterfly effect. This little butterfly of a child asked me to write a kid's book and we end up with a, an international corporation. Incredible. But what it did, it forced me to get out of my comfort zone. My comfort zone was writing 500-page novels that took a year to research that were deeply entwined and, yeah, pretty fast. And I, I think they're pretty good. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't keep doing them. And But it broke me out of my comfort zone. Now, it may not always work, and that's okay. You know, when my friend said to me, I've heard of us, look, I feel like somebody t stole my happy ever after. Yes, but she moved on from that, and she created her own new happy ever after she created her own new life she created her own new um career she has changed everything and shook off the fears of something new and shook off uh the old life and became that new person and i don't know but i think the best thing when you're dealt cars that you don't like <laughs> maybe it sounds like cheating who cares it's your life. Deal your own cards. Don't use those cards that somebody's gave you. Screw that. Get your own cards and deal your own cards. That's the way to do it. So I did that. And, you know, I'm much happier for it. And you can move on and you forge a new path ahead. Now, some of those new steps may not work, but that's okay. You know, not everything works out as you expect it to be. It just reminds me a little bit about when years ago, when I left school, I became um, a cyclist, a professional cyclist, pretty much, um, living in France. And I was in the, in the pro amateur at that time, um, Tour de France. And we, I remember the third day, I think it was, fourth day of, of the race, we were going through Luxembourg and, I don't know, Liechtenstein or somewhere like that. We were doing it. It was the Tour of Europe anyway at that time. And... Before the race had even started that morning, we were in the city and there must have been 150, 200 in the race. And we were just breezing through the park, you know, so it was almost like a visual, a really good optic for, uh, I suppose, for spectators to see before we hit 
the city outskirts and the real racing started. And I looked up, taking in the sights for a moment, and as I did, didn't realise the seas were parting in front of me because there was a huge hole. It was like a cave. Anyway, I ended up in, the, in this hole in the ground and the bike mangled up around me. So I climbed out of this thing and the bike was a wreck. My, the team cars were not behind us because this was just a, a simple slow roll through this lovely park and then we they would join us on the outskirts of this park so i had no bike <laughs> stood there thinking well that was that you know grand at least it's a nice day and then the race organizers appeared with their team car and their spare bikes on the roof and he just took one off the roof rack down to me and said is that okay and I was like, yeah yeah merci off i go jumped on and caught the group now, when it comes to bikes, you have to be measured from head to toe, your femur, your tibulas, and all the bit, all the bit, the other, all the ibulas are all measured, and the seats, the pedals, everything is set to you exactly to fit to measure. This thing was so small; I looked ridiculous. It looked like you know a circus clown rolling around on this thing. But you know what? I was quite determined, and as I was racing up to catch up with the group. This other car pulled up beside me and this man looked out at the window and it was Bernard Hino, world famous. He'd won the Tour de France many times, world championships. And he looked at me and he nodded, looked down at the bike and nodded. And that was inspiring for me. And I was like, yes, there was my inspiration. Just go, do it. And off I went. And I, I survived for about an hour and a half or something, I think it was. Because I think we headed into um, Belgium and I was managing okay. It, it I, I know now, what I know now, um, I wouldn't have survived the next day because I would have been in bits, you know, completely different position. I would have been in such pain. But anyway, that day I didn't realise I just wanted to keep going and pushed on. I said, I don't care. There's a new situation. I'm dealing with it. I'm pushing on. It's going to work. And then we came across this thing called the Mur de Grammont. It's a <laughs> it's a wall. It's a wall, you know. It's it's a giant. It's a road, but it's a wall, really. And uh, I turned this corner, and there was the Mur de Grammont facing us. This thing is just pretty much like a vertical climb. And I think I must have got 15, 20 feet up it. And I just, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I tried, I gave it a good go. It was time to wrap it up, climb off that thing and, you know, be thankful that I gave it a, a good shot. Happy with myself that I didn't give up, but it was time to move in a different direction. I'd save myself for another day and move on. And that's pretty much the way I, I see life and that's the way I've dealt with it pretty much throughout my whole careers. And that's what I think, you know, you have to think about when you're trying something new. Maybe it won't work, but that's okay. So move towards those fears, you know. If you're, not af if you're afraid of doing something often, that may be the best direction to go, you know. And make a commitment to lean into it, you know, each day. And, and sometimes you have to feel uncomfortable to, to try something new, you know. I'm doing these podcasts and I'm talking to things that I didn't really want to talk about and talking to sometimes just rambling who knows and maybe you'll get something that maybe you won't pretty cathartic at times me too and i am giving up control of these things because i'm handing them out to you and 
I'm going to keep trying these new things until I feel comfortable at them. You know, I'm launching the How to Write a Book with Your Kids thing. I've got the Writer's Game thing going now. And I haven't written so much when it comes to the novels. And that's okay because my writing is diversifying. And it's going in different directions with the kids' books. Well, not my, not those kids' books. The Silver Hot Rod is Finn and Jake's. But now it's inspired me to perhaps do my own kids' books. So I guess I just want to leave you with... Um, final words are just reevaluate things stop take a deep breath okay you might be going into a divorce or a single parenting situation or co-parenting situation doesn't make you any less there's so many out there half of america is going through in you know a single parenting co-parenting and not all the parents want to be involved with the kids which is a shame and it's it's tragic really but if the other parents do want to be involved Take every advantage of it. But write down what you want to do. Write down, write down what you would like to be doing with your life. And start planning it. Even if it feels uncomfortable. Go for it. But to deal with a new situation. You've got to break out of that comfort zone. You've got to try something new. Sometimes just settling with what happened and trying to get used to it. Will not work. Thanks for listening to our story. Hope it helps yours. 